for joining me today for today's episode of the fountain of life podcast this is your host charles zuta today we want to continue to look at some of the keys that will help us to unlock the blessings that jesus had accomplished for us through his sacrifice as you have seen in the previous episodes we have seen that the first key is listening hearing and obeying god's voice that is critical because when we learn to listen and we learn to obey it leads us into the blessings of god and then last sunday we looked at acknowledging every good thing that is in our lives embracing all the changes that the blood of jesus and the sacrifice of jesus had accomplished for us you need to accept those things as yours you personalize them and I also mentioned about the divine exchange. You accept those. You trade what is not working with what Jesus had accomplished for you. And that is so important. We trade places with Jesus. In our concluding episodes on this series, I want us to look at the third key, which applies to so many other areas of our lives as well. And that is the power of our confession. That is how we use our tongue the words that come out of our mouth it's not enough to be willing to listen and to obey god's voice and all you also need to weaponize the words that you have embraced the things that you've accepted as having been bought for you by jesus christ you now have to release them with your mouth confess them and that is so so important because there is a reason God put a tongue in our mouth. And part of it is to do justice, to confess Him, to praise Him, to pray. And all the vocal responses that we give to God. So for the next moments that we have on this episode, God willing will be able to cover what is the dynamics with regards our confession. When was the last time you said something good about yourself based on what Jesus had done for you? What are the words that come out of your mouth? Like somebody said, words are so important. It's so easy to, they are like feathers on a windy day. It's so easy to release them and so difficult to collect them back. And it's just by virtue of the effect of words, I guess, that is why they you know put out that word of wisdom so words matter words are important for most of us sometimes people have spoken things into our lives that have practically shut us down and anytime we remember those words we practically relive those horrible experiences 
or on the other hand we might have said some positive things some good things about ourselves that has saved as milestones and anytime we are in a bad place and we we repeat those words they energize us so words are important so the only way we can be able to weaponize or to release the power that is inside the blessings and the good things that god had made for us is learning how to use our lips to release those things in romans chapter 10 verse 9 to 10 let, let's quickly go to romans chapter 10 and that will begin to help us to see the relevance of our confession the things that we say the things that we say about ourselves the things that we say with regards to what god had done for us so how does the power of our confession impact our relationship with god and how we appropriate the blessings and all the good things that jesus had done on calvary for us in romans 10 verse 9 to 10 this is what the bible says that if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god has raised him from the dead you will be saved so you see the doorway even into the relationship with god begins with the words we say with our mouth it's not enough to believe in your heart you also need to say it with your mouth because saying it with your mouth makes those words come alive that is how god made us so you need to confess with your mouth the lord jesus and you'll be saved and then verse 10 and he explains why this is important he says for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and wait for the rest and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation so you believe in your heart but you say it with your mouth for with the mouth confession is made unto salvation and what are we talking about salvation in christ the all-encompassing word that captures everything that jesus had accomplished is that word salvation being made whole suzu we've been made whole we've been made complete so why is our confession so important so crucial if you go with me to psalm 107 verse 2 this is what david wrote and i like the way the niv you know interprets this verse this is what he says let the redeemed of the lord tell their story those whom he redeemed from the hand of the foe the king james version and new king james versions rendered it this way let the redeemed of the lord say so whom he had redeemed from the hand of the enemy the king the, the niv says let the redeemed of the lord tell their story you see you, you have to tell your story and it is not just about what god has done in the past but also the promises the things that he says he's going to do i've seen i, I like watching track and field I, I, I like watching sports on tv and even live performances and sometimes you see an athlete or somebody who is in competition muttering things to themselves i'm sure the words they are speaking is motivational it is energizing it is reminding them of something you know so here the psalmist writing says let the redeemed of the lord tell their story it's not enough to have that story all embedded in your heart 
thank God for our faith, for what we believe in. We believe with the heart. Of course, nobody is going to know that. The only way people are going to know is when we back up what we believe with what we say. So we need to tell our story. I want to ask you, as we are drawing the curtain on this series, what do you tell yourself relative to all that Jesus had done? Do you tell yourself a story based on your experience with Jesus Christ, based on what God had done for you in Jesus Christ? It is worth telling. And as you face tomorrow, as challenges come your way, you don't stop. You still tell your story. That is part of what we'll be discussing in this episode and God willing, even the next one, if you are not able to finish it all in today's episode. But the truth is that we have a mandate to use our tongue. We have a mandate to tell our story. So as a child of God, we have a story to tell. Oh, I want to tell the whole world where God found me and where he has brought me. When my back was against the wall and had no future and people wrote me off but he found me in a dark place like a sparrow on the rooftop like a pelican in the wilderness all alone and broken and look at where he's brought me this is your story this is my story and we need to tell it so the power of our confession is very very crucial to our ability not just to narrate give ourselves a new narrative but also to forge a path for our future because our destiny also lies in the things that we say about ourselves so that is the third key that will help us to unlock all the blessings and every benefit that we have in christ jesus say it say it loud say it in the morning say it in the evening Say it in your bed. Say it in your car. Say it. The psalmist says that let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Keep saying it. And we'll soon see the relevance to why we need to be saying it. If you go with me to Proverbs chapter 18. Proverbs chapter 18. And let's look at the verse 21. This is what the Bible says. Death and life in the power of the tongue and those who love it would eat its fruit i told you there must be serious reasons why god put tongue in our mouths and here we are being told that death and life are in the power of the tongue your tongue can make you or unmake you the things you say and in this case we have renewed our minds we have embraced the things that God has said. All of this are embedded in our hearts. And we are positioning ourselves to hear God's word, to listen and to obey. So we are strategically positioned to release life and no death. You see, the things you say can make or unmake your life. So the psalmist is warning us here. How we use our tongue determines whether we eat its fruit. And he says that, those who love it will eat its fruit. You, I hope it's a good fruit that your tongue is bearing. So let us try to understand the power of the tongue and the power of our confession. It is so, so, it is the weapon 
that will elevate you from point A to point B in your desire to appropriate all that God had accomplished for you in Jesus Christ. Your tongue, your confession. Death and life. Let us look at Proverbs chapter 6. Let's, let's, Proverbs says a lot of beautiful things about our words. Proverbs 6 verse 2. This is what the Bible says. You are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. <coughs> Excuse me. The words of your mouth can put you in a trap. How many times maybe you might have spoken some careless words in the wrong place. And the consequences have been so terrible. Or how many times having somebody dropped a loose word on us that didn't edify or, or motivate us. And we took and it had such a long devastating effect on us. So our words can trap us. But I believe as we go through this series, as we learn the power of our confession, we will begin to change the things, the words that come out of our heart. It is so important. You see, our mouth speaks what is in our heart. So if we put good things in our heart, out of our mouth is going to come good things. You see, so we are putting the good things that Christ has accomplished in our hearts. That is the second key. Embracing everything that Jesus had done for us. He took our sicknesses. He took our poverty. He took our curses. He took everything that stood against us. He gave us peace and righteousness. Made us reconciled to God. He took everything that was negative that Adam had brought upon us. And maybe even we ourselves have allowed in our lives. He took it on himself. This is our story and we need to be able to tell it. And we need to understand the foundation that is death and life are in the power of the tongue. And if you love its fruit, you will live by it. That is so good for us to understand. As believers... Our tongue plays a crucial role as far as God is concerned. Let us look at one of the beautiful things about our tongue and how and why we need to be careful with our confessions. If we go to the book of Psalms, Psalm 16, David wrote something beautiful in Psalm 16 that was reinterpreted for us by Peter and I want us to look at it to help us to see the power of the tongue and the power of our confession. In Psalm 16, from the verse 8 downwards, this word said, David wrote, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For don't leave my soul in hell. Neither would I suffer that holy one to see corruption. So I'm going to pause here. Peter will quote this verse on the day of Pentecost as he preached that powerful sermon when the, after the Holy Ghost fell on the disciples. So in Acts chapter 2 verse 26, verse 25 and 26, this is what Peter said. For David speaketh concerning him, that is Jesus, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, 
that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover also my flesh shall not rest in hope. My flesh, sorry, shall rest in hope. When David wrote this, he said, Therefore my glory rejoiceth. When Peter quoted it, he said, Therefore my tongue was glad. So if we quote these two verses, our tongue is equal to our glory. And what is the purpose of the tongue? Is to provide vocal response. We speak with our tongue. We preach with our tongue. We praise with our tongue. It gives us the ability to speak. And that is very, very important. So if our tongue is our glory, if death and life is in the power of the tongue, if we are snared by our words, if we have to tell our story, we have the ability to use the primary purpose of the tongue, which is to clothe us in glory, to cover our lives in glory, to help us to release glory. So there is a choice that we have to make. What are we projecting with our tongue? Do the words that our tongue speak bring glory? Glory both for ourselves and glory to God and God's purposes. If there is any one reason why we need to use our tongue effectively, it is because we are sitting on a treasure trove of God's goodness and God's mercies. So we need to release that because anything Jesus had accomplished leads us to glory because he took the shame that we might be clothed in glory. He hung the naked that will be covered in glory and righteousness so that we are in the best place to be to, like the songwriter says, to redecorate our lives. And how do we do it? By using our tongue right. By using our words to create glory in our lives. We are sitting on this treasure trove. God had given it all to us. But this key of confession releases all of this into our lives. I'm not talking about name it and claim it. The problematic doctrines you know, of yesteryear. I'm talking about something based in faith, based on the realities of God's promises to us. Based on what Jesus had accomplished. I'm not talking about wishful thinking. I'm talking about you acknowledging every good thing that is in you by virtue of the finished work of Jesus Christ. So when you wake up in the morning, you tell yourself, I am a new creation. By your stripes, I have been healed. Sickness has no dominion over me. What are you doing? You are reshaping your destiny. Because those words are supernaturally charged by faith. The faith you have in Jesus Christ. And God recognizes that. God is looking for those words to fulfill them. God is saying, yes, I have the mandate now to make this body whole. Why? Because you have released creative words based on what he had accomplished in Jesus Christ. So as you look at those credit card bills and all the financial pressure that you have, you begin to tell yourself, yes, God is able 
to make all grace abound towards me, that me having all sufficiency in all things, I might abound unto every good work. And as you look at all those bills that stand in your name, that it's been a struggle, two jobs, three jobs, four jobs, and you are still struggling, you begin to tell yourself that he became poor, that me through his poverty might become rich. What are you doing? You are changing your destiny by the words of your mouth. It's not wishful thinking. It is based on the truth of God's word. And as you do it and you back it by faith, you begin to see God's hand in your life because you've given God a reason to intervene in your circumstance. I want you to go with me to Hebrews. Let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews, the book of Hebrews chapter 1, the verse 3. To emphasize why this is so critical, Hebrews chapter 1, in the verse 1 to 3. This is what the Bible says. God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in this last day spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the wealth, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance, obtain a more excellent name than they so jesus christ the bible says that everything that god had made he made it through him because jesus is the word we shall look at it in the next episode but the key thing is that he upholds everything that he has created if you look at everything that god had made in the universe they are all obeying the natural law that god has created and all of those things are based on his word. So God understands the dynamics of speaking, the dynamics of our words. You have a weapon for creating glory. That is your confession. I have been quiet for too long. Psalm 107 verse 3, 2 says, tell your story. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Tell your story. Wake up, just tell your story. He's made me well. He's healed me. He's broken the yoke of cancer. He's broken the yoke of diabetes. He's, he's healed me. Tell your story. In closing today, I want us to go to Hebrews chapter 3 and the verse 1. Hebrews chapter 3 and the verse 1. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus, Huh. Jesus Christ is a high priest. We, we know that in scripture. He's a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Not after the Levitical high priest, but after the order of Melchizedek. He lives forever to intercede for us. And even right now, he's interceding for you. But the Bible says something very important. It says he is the high priest of our confession. And it is just that, the high priest of our confession. That is the things that we say. His priestly role takes those things and enables them. So no confession to high priest. 
I want you to give Jesus work to do for you. For so long, you have been waiting on God to change your financial situation or to change your life circumstance. Maybe you've never known peace. It's just one trouble after the other. The Bible says that the punishment that brought us peace was upon him. So you begin to tell yourself, Lord Jesus, the punishment that brought me peace was upon you. Therefore, today, I release peace in my life, in my family, in my children. What are you doing? You are giving Jesus work to do for you, to be a high priest over that confession. And he will take it up beyond any dimension that you can be able to do for yourself. And I have several testimonies to back that up. But from today, you need to change your confession. You need to give the high priest where to go for you. He's the high priest of your confession. What have you been saying about yourself? God willing, next Sunday, we'll continue to look at the next part our confession. Now, hoping that you begin to wake up the morning and pray praise say something good on yourself because you need to tell your story thank you so much and may god richly bless you thank you for joining us today of Matthew 11 28 to 29 Come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest Amen.